Hi guys, welcome back to Housewives 411. My name is Lindsay, the Housewife Historian, and I am dropping a podcast today. I did not get in my daily recap with you guys because we had so much that happened in the Housewives world over the weekend, and now we have something that had just hit Twitter a couple of hours ago uh, for the Real Housewives at Beverly Hills, Mauricio Yermansky. If you guys listen to my podcast, then you will know that I actually pointed out um the oh what is the word i'm looking for i don't know something felt a myth to me when i saw mauricio and his dancing with the stars partner um mauricio had done an interview after one of their sessions and he was talking about kyle and whoever had released this article to the people magazine and he uh, anyways guys we're gonna get into all of that in a few minutes but if you don't know already i just want to say that I did call it. So um, if you don't know, he's been spotted holding hands with this broad, this PYT um, in public. And people want to know, is it for the fact that we're getting the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season premiere on Thursday? And fans and viewers and, and people are really um, talking about the fact that we could be in for a really boring season. We know that Lisa Renna is not going to be there. Uh, we know that we're getting... Um, you know, Denise Richards, Camille Grammer making guest appearances, possibly Teddy Mellencamp. So a lot of guest appearances, but not a lot of tea. So um, we're going to get into all that, though, guys. Make sure that you hit that like button. Uh, make sure that you leave five-star review for my new podcast. You can email me at sorry, I was like, what is dinging? You can email me at housewifehistorian2022 at gmail.com if you have any questions or concerns um and again guys make sure that you check out my new youtube channel uh you can put in lindsay l-e-n-z-i the housewife historian it'll bring it up housewives 411 make sure that you go follow that new youtube channel because that's the only way that i can keep you know giving you guys free content um you know, because if you don't know already, I've had some issues with R-H-O-N-J ladies and my YouTube was, you know, sporadically, randomly demonetized. So, um, yeah, just trying to get back up into the groove of things because uh, we need to be able to be monetized because I do go to events and I do pay for a streaming service. And so there's some out-of-pocket charges I would like to get covered. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's get into this Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fiasco. What is happening, guys? Wow. Also, let you know that you can check out my new blog um, on my on my website at www.lindsaylindsayco.com. Okay, guys, let's get into this Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tea. So first of all, let's, let's go back a little bit for viewers and people. I know it's been a busy summer. Uh, we've been covering so much in New Jersey that we haven't really gotten a whole lot of other franchises, if we're going to be completely honest, right? So when it comes to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you know, first of all, there's a lot to unpack because of the fact that we have Kyle Richards, who is was a, a dear best friend to Lisa Vanderpump, who obviously Vanderpump rules, right? And Vanderpump rules had an explosive season. Their ratings were explosive. Everything was explosive about Vanderpump rules, okay? We do know that there was talks amongst production that, you know, they weren't even going to come back next season. But this affair happened, and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We got Vanderpump rules, you know, highest ratings in the, out of the entire 2023 for, like, streaming. 
Um, so I think that on one hand, there is a part of Kyle that competes with Vanderpump Rules as far as the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills are concerned because of the fact that it's sort of like Lisa Vanderpump, well, you know, she stepped away from Beverly Hills knowing that she still had Vanderpump Rules, right? She wasn't just throwing Bravo away. She wasn't just throwing, you know, she had her own show, basically. You know, Vanderpump Rules, it's named after her. So it only makes sense that Lisa Vanderpump sort of falls into her role um, on Vanderpump Rules. And then there's sort of an unspoken um, competition between the two, maybe. Maybe there's no competition with Lisa Vanderpump. But I surely think that Kyle would feel some type of way if Vanderpump Rules made this insane turnaround with all the press and all the attention that they're getting and Beverly Hills fall flat. Okay, because Beverly Hills is in risk of falling flat, guys. We don't have Lisa Vanderpump. I know that we have, okay, we have Dorit. Dorito. Okay, again, another, uh, a lot of blind items are alleging Dorito. They're, if you guys don't know me, I call Dorit Dorito as a term of endearment because Doritos are delicious. Um, you know, she has the fashion, she has, she's giving us all of that, but is she giving us another robbery storyline? Can anyone please confirm or deny this? Anyone. If you guys don't know already, I spoke about, about this before last week, but the real Andy BH actually did a whole podcast on this. I listened to it. Um, I'm sorry, YouTube video on this. I listened to it, but um, he read Dorit's description, like her storyline, like what she's into this season. It sounded like it was coming from a direct uh, Bravo website. I couldn't find anything on um, Dorit and the situation, like aka her storyline for this season, aka Holy shit, if they're literally going to try to sell us that they were robbed again. Because, guys, if you don't know, Dory and PK were robbed when they came on the show, too. Yes, 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 they were. Um, if you remember Pantygate, there was a situation where Erica had went to an event where she didn't have any underwear on. And uh, we called it Pantygate because Dory didn't like that. Um, PK loved it. <laughs> he loved it. But uh, Dorito did not love it so much. And she actually bought um, Erica underwear and gave them to her as a passive aggressive, like cover your puss type of situation, right? Um, and so when they came on, they had just been robbed, right? And then, then they get robbed again, right? Last, well, before last season, I think it'd be like a year in October, maybe two years in October, excuse me. But somebody made a really good point. And with all of these blind items, I mean, they're just bouncing around talking about East Coast housewives. And we just can't figure out if it's Dorito, if it's PK, you know, are they, somebody's alleging that PK's out of the house already. Um, then there's talks about Mauricio and Dory and Kyle and separated, not separated. They're faking it. They're not faking it. I don't think they're faking it, guys. I'm going to be real honest with you. Um, I heard rumors that Mauricio wanted out, wants out, wanted out. This does not surprise me. I'm going to tell you guys why. Also go back to Two Teas in a Pod podcast from way, way, way back in April-ish. Let's say March, April-ish. Guys, if you guys don't know, Mauricio wrote a book. Like the book fell. It flopped. I'm going to be honest with you. But he wrote a book and he was doing a little bit of press around this book. And he went on the Two Teas in a Pod podcast, right? And here's another reason you know that Kyle's up to no good. Because with Teddy Mellencamp has done nothing less than defend Kyle Richards in any and all situations 
as far as it pertains to the entertainment industry or Bravo community or anything that Kyle is doing that's in the press that we know about that anyone doesn't like or, or agree with or has something negative to say, Kyle or er, er, <laughs> Teddy is on the defense on the podcast, okay? We heard nothing about the Morgan Wade situation from Teddy. And if all of that, all of the rumors were bullshit, all of the rumors were bullshit, trust and believe Teddy would have been screaming it from the top of her lungs. From the top of her lungs, okay? So, anyways, Mauricio goes on the two T's in a pod podcast. He's promoting his book. He wrote it sort of like not necessarily a real estate, um, you know, uh, not necessarily like he's so amazing in business, but sort of. And so a lot of people were kind of like, eh, you know, we don't really buy that. We know that Mauricio wasn't really into real estate at first. He got fired. Him and Kyle went and got their real estate license together because that's what people in Beverly Hills do. And, uh, you know, he went on to work with Rick Hilton, whom he worked with for many of years and Hilton and Highland. And allegedly, uh, Rick wouldn't make Mauricio partner and that's what prompted him to start the agency and there's scenes on the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills you can go back and watch them Kyle doesn't really want him to do it at least that's what she portrays on camera um I've told you guys before they've doubled their net worth every year every single year since she's been on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's impossible, guys. Let's be 100, right? That is not really possible because here's the thing. We've had COVID. We've had, uh, you know, the market crash. We've been in the deepest, you know, things are sky high right now. Everything is so expensive. Uh, you know, we've had seasons where, God, I mean, I just find it really peculiar to think that every single year for the last 12, 13, 14 years, Kyle and Mauricio have doubled their net worth. Okay. When they came on, they were shopping at Target and now they're private plane, champagne and Hermes and a whole nother life scale, lifestyle, whole nother, you know, pay scale, if you will, honestly, literally, like whole nother pay scale. So that is peculiar to me. Anyways, Mauricio goes on the podcast. Of course, he's chopping it up with Teddy. Teddy's, you know, defending Kyle in any situation that they're talking about. And it gets brought up about the fact that Kyle was spotted without her wedding ring, but allegedly she was spotted with Teddy without her wedding ring. That's what Teddy said. And Mauricio, like, makes this lame-ass joke, like, oh, yeah, Teddy, you probably had the ring on, didn't you? Because it's, like, so big. And you were, like, so uh, jealous of Kyle's ring and envious that you just wanted to put it on and wear it. And that's why she didn't have it on, huh, Teddy? Teddy's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what it was. She's like, but really, we were taking a, like, hot yoga class. And obviously, she doesn't work out with her ring on, yada, yada, yada. And Kyle, or Teddy was, like, quick to defend her. Go back and listen to the episode. She was very, very defensive of Kyle not having her ring on. She was very much in support of Mauricio. They, you know, promoted the book. They did their thing, wrapped it up. Okay. Then, moving forward, Mauricio posts on his Instagram about his book, okay? And he got a big response. He got a lot of likes, and he got a lot of comments about, mm, I don't know, over a 1,000 comments when I was scrolling through the comments. And I noticed that he didn't reply to any comment and i'm talking about any comment except for the comment from one young lady 
and I went to her um, web or her Instagram account and she was not in the industry. She was not friends with anyone that any family. She was like a PYT, a pretty young thing. Her Facebook wasn't or her Instagram wasn't even like that old. It probably only had like 15 pictures on it. Um, so it didn't exactly feel like it wasn't a bot. It was definitely a person, a very young woman. And it just looked very, 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 excuse me, very sketchy that you don't respond to a thousand comments. And the only comment that you respond to is to this young girl who has commented and congratulated you on your book, right? So weird. So fast forward let us not forget the turmoil that's been you know meanwhile <laughs> while everything's going on with Mauricio and Kyle New Jersey is blowing up there's basically been a an atomic bomb dropped in Bergen County New Jersey and they've been making the press and the headlines for over a year solid shout out to the Real Housewives of New Jersey because Dan they be killing it Teresa Judice over there really really killing it with the headlines keeping the press coming keeping the headlines coming nothing's boring over there right guys so in the meantime I think that Real Housewives of New Jersey aired its three-part reunion. It wrapped up, but again, it was like a bomb had went off in New Jersey. And for weeks and even months online after the reunion had aired, there was still a lot of fire, a lot of tension, and a lot of uh, quarrel between Team Melissa and Team Teresa. Andy Cohen and Bravo had not re-signed the Real Housewives of New Jersey. They were on a pause, right? I personally have said before my point of view is that Andy Cohen was starving them out to get them to get along. But regardless, they needed to get production going because they do have a schedule planned out. And whether fans wanted to see Christmas and Thanksgiving in New Jersey really wasn't important to Bravo, right? So by the time July rolled around and things had still had not died down between Team Melissa and Team Teresa online, Andy had to do damage control. He had no other choice. He was pissed off. He did an interview. I've never seen Andy Cohen do an interview from behind his desk. And he did. And he was like, everything needs to stop online with RHO and Jay so that we can like work on negotiation. Seriously. Now, uh, the timing, it, it's so insane that Kyle and Mauricio literally um, announced their separation on um, July 4th. So again, very, very, very strategic, okay? It almost felt rushed. Now, again, you're not anyone that's announcing their separation on July 4th, that shit's planned. Don't let them tell you any different, okay? There were so many rumor, rumors swirling around Kyle and Mauricio, but people weren't even really interested because, again, New Jersey has just been taking, you know, the headlines, just headline after headline. And here's the thing. We've been hearing about Mauricio and his extracurricular activities for over a decade. In fact, I really think that it was the demise of Lisa Vanderpump, Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle's relationship was Brandy telling Kyle, look, Lisa was trying to bring these magazines that had Mauricio on the cover that were talking about him cheating with us on our trip to to, you know, on this trip, on this group trip. And um, I think that Kyle believed Brandy. And I think that Kyle saw Lisa Vanderpump for maybe, maybe she had been, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Naive to their friendship. I don't know though. If you have Kathy Hilton as a sister, I don't know how naive you could be, but she could have been. Regardless, I think that's when you start to see um, 
that Kyle and Lisa are not exactly besties all the time, right? And Kyle starts to speak up for herself a little bit more after this happens. But um, let's go back to the book. So there was a um, sex worker, Hollywood sex worker, that wrote a biography about their life on Hollywood Boulevard, and they named big celebrities that were regulars on the Hollywood Boulevard purchasing erotic, unconventional sex. Um, I'm going to let you guys uh, use your imagination or you can go read her book. I'm sure she's fine if you buy and read her book. Uh, she names Mauricio Yermansky. She names him in this book. She also names Eddie Murphy in the book. And neither one of them sued her, by the way. Um, she alleges that Mauricio would like to purchase, you know, two people at the same time. Um this isn't unheard of. Do you guys remember the Playboy? Um, her name was Kendra, Kendra Wilkinson. And she was married to a famous NBA player and they were married. And um, she had originally been on the Girls Next Door with Hugh Hefner as a playmate, right? Well, she ends up marrying Hank, Hank Basket, I think was his name. And they go off and things are good. And then a couple of years after they get married and have a couple of kids, he's caught with a sex worker. Um, and, you know, it, it was not a good situation. It was a lot of the same sort of situation that Mauricio has been accused of. So, guys, anything goes in Hollywood. You can buy whatever your heart, whatever your sickest, most deprived, sickest thing that you could think of. You can buy that in Hollywood because, because that's really, you know, there's money... There's no end to elites with money in Hollywood and California. And so we have to remember that these people, this is um, this is something that's known to all of them, right? They Again, this is Hollywood Boulevard, right? You could basically wake up, not brush your teeth, your hair, and not even look in the mirror and, and get up and, and start walking down Hollywood Boulevard and you're going to still see somebody looking crazier than you, okay? And they have access to things that we don't have access to. And, and and sex workers and sex design, these things are transactions that happen in Hollywood and Hollywood Boulevard. And we know this, especially from people who write books about it and tell us that these famous people are riding the Hollywood strip and picking up sex workers, okay? Um, of course, everything in this is alleged. Now, moving forward we recover from that we don't really hear a lot about mauricio cheating after that right him and kyle seem to look like they have a stable relationship things are good with the kids good things are good at home um we see a timeline again of them sort of the agency opens you know she's being loving supportive wife they're opening up more agencies they're making more money more money more money um and then, you know, then they make the purchase of the big house. They they upgrade from the home in Beverly Hills, which was a beautiful home, uh, to the home that they're in now. And, yeah, it, it, it's just wild to watch the timeline. So then pull up to, like, last year 
we see Kyle stop drinking. After the season with Kathy Hilton, her sister, which she said was a very, very rough season, she quit drinking. So that's where the speculation about Morgan Wade entering the picture, entering the chat, if you will, Morgan Wade, country singer. Um, she's been sober for three years. So I have correlated a lot of Morgan and Kyle's relationship to a sponsor, sponsee type of situation where you have someone who you don't have to attach AA to it, but someone who refrains from, you know, any sort of of alcohol or drugs or whatever it is. There's like California sober Gina from the Real Housewives of Orange County. She described herself as California sober and that meant that she didn't drink alcohol, but she would eat a brownie, right? So it's sort of different for everyone, but we see Kyle sustain from alcohol. We see her celebrate um, milestones uh, when it's been you know, a year since she hasn't drank, which is something that somebody who would have a problem with alcohol would do. And I'm not saying that she has a problem with alcohol. Maybe she caught it before she had a problem. We don't really know. Okay. All we know is that she's not drinking anymore. She lost a tremendous amount of weight that people were contributing to the drug Ozempic. She was mad about the Ozempic rumors. Then after those started to die down, here comes the Morgan Wade rumors. What's so funny about Kyle is that when her and Mauricio announced their split on July 4th, she puts they put in their public posts about basically respecting their privacy and not running with a salacious narrative. And I think everyone truly wanted to be respectful of that until Morgan Wade's country music video dropped starring Kyle Richards as her pure love interest, okay? Literally, the video is scandalous. They, they interview Morgan and Kyle and... Kyle says, like, well, if they're talking about us, we might as well give them something to talk about. Like, what do you mean? You just asked us to respect your privacy. And now you're putting out this video where you guys are like almost kissing but not kissing, and you're playing her love interest, and but you guys aren't together. And it's just like something is wrong here. Something's wrong here. Something's wrong here, guys. So then we find out that Kyle actually started a production company and that Kyle actually produced the music video to Morgan Wade, all the more wanting it probably to be more successful or to explain the reason why she was in the video in the first place. We also find out that Kyle's production is going to be backing a documentary of Morgan Wade. Now, we know Morgan has been sober for three years, which is pretty significant. Likely, she has worked some sort of program to learn to sustain from alcohol and or drugs okay and likely that would be some sort of 12-step process you don't have to affiliate it with the 12 steps of AA you can affiliate it with whatever you would like to but typically you're not gonna see people thriving especially newly in recovery unless if they are working some sort of a program that's been worked by you know you're not gonna create your own program like you need people to teach you mentor you um, that's why you get a sponsor. That's why you get to know people that are in the program. Because here's another thing you guys have to consider. If you're not drinking, okay, I don't know what your vice is. Everyone has a vice. Maybe it's your coffee in the morning. Maybe it's your cigarettes. Maybe it's your ho-hos and your zigzags, zing, zing zings, right? Maybe it's your, your glass of wine at night. I'm not saying that anyone is an addict, alcoholic, drug addict, any of those things. I'm just saying Take away your vice. Take away that cup of coffee for three days. Take away cigarettes for three days. Take away chocolate cupcakes for three days. Take away your glass of wine for three days. You're going to be grumpy, right? 
you're not going to want to see somebody else sit down beside you and smoke a cigarette or open up a fresh cup of steaming hot coffee in front of you or eat a cream stick long john maple cream dunkin donuts cream stick in front of you right okay so imagine somebody who wants to quit drinking and they live with someone who drinks every day I would bet my bottom dollar that Mauricio probably drinks five out of seven days a week. We know he likes to partake, whatever, whatever. He probably doesn't smoke in the house or he eats edibles, vapes, whatever the case may be. I'm sure that, that the weed and or the marijuana is probably not the problem. The problem is going to be the martinis. The problem is going to be the alcohol. The problem is going to be that Kyle and Mauricio have been a socialite couple in that area, just like Rick and Kathy, for decades. Everyone knows that Kathy is a good time and Kyle is a good time. And I think that these women had to be pleasing to their mother, pleasing to auditions, pleasing to work with, pleasing, you know, all this people pleasing. Um they're funny and they, they're the good time to sit next to, but that's because they're drinking. Okay. So if Kyle and Mauricio are the fun couple, and I'm going to give you guys one more example to tell you, to give you a show you what I'm talking about. Look at Kyle and Mauricio and Dory and PK. They hung out probably very steadily for over a year and a half. They were at each other's homes, drinking, partying, posting on Instagram. They were going on vacations together, guys. Actually, Kyle and Mauricio accompanied Dory and PK and the children on a family vacation to Mexico that year. I don't know if it is Dory and, PK, Dory and Mauricio. I don't know if Dory has it in her to do some snake shit like that. Because that would take a snake, right? Um, I give young girls a pass. You don't know any better when you're young. You're young and dumb and stupid and sometimes, you know, shit happens. I'm going to give a young girl a pass all day on a situation like that. Not Dorit. You got two kids. You're old enough to know what's going on. We know that PK has two older children um, that, you know, he was living in overseas, I think, when you guys met in New York, whatever the case may be. Dorit knows better. But somebody brought up a really great point about the robbery. They said that maybe, um, uh, maybe Dorit had somebody over to the house. Maybe the children were asleep and she turned the alarm off and she turned the cameras off because she had company. PK was out of town. And I think that that may be a very great point because I do think that we have seen a demise of Dory and Kyle's relationship. We sort of saw them try to rekindle when they were in Italy a couple of years ago. I think that's when Denise Richards, the whole thing came out with Denise and Brandy. It felt like they were sort of trying to rekindle a friendship, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's Kyle. I don't know if it's Dory. I'm going to say I think it's more so Kyle. But something is strange here. All of these different blind items that's coming out about maybe it's Mauricio. Maybe, uh, you know, there's an East Coast realtor that his, his businesses are about to crumble unless of one of his rich friends bail him out. And it said not Mauricio in the blind item. Now, if you say not Mauricio, I'm like, that's Mauricio. You said it's not Mauricio because it's Mauricio, right? 
like it's inverted no <laughs> um because i think mauricio opened the agency and he spread the agency out i couldn't believe it whenever they opened a, an agency in mexico like I don't know, a couple of years after starting the agency. I mean, look at Hilton and Highland. Like, you didn't hear? I don't know. I, I'm i not a business, obviously. I'm not Mauricio Yermansky. But to me, as um, a spectator, it seemed like, damn, how are you making so much money? I understand that the real estate business probably took a boom after COVID. We know that. But we also know that, you, that Mauricio was involved in a million-dollar lawsuit over a Malibu mansion. And we're talking being accused by some government officials here that he possibly did some um, snake shit with this house and ripped the government off like $30 million, guys, like millions and millions and millions of dollars. So there's a lot of things that could contribute to the fact that are they separated? Are they not separated? Another rumor I heard is that Mauricio is the one that wants out and he's sort of letting Kyle take that, you know, let her run with whatever narrative she wants to run with while they get their finances straight. Um, Dana Wilkie had reported a long time ago, I think it was Dana, had reported that somebody had filed for a loan on that home. They had refinanced their home um, for like for one of the partners, just for one of them. It was like something that you do typically if you are about to divorce and you have one partner that needs to significantly, significantly buy out the other partner. So I think that that um, is what Dana uncovered, that they were sort of working on the process, I'm sure, of getting their finances together. Now, if they're having financial woes on top of the divorce, that's going to get even stickier. Um, the divorce could possibly be potential to cover up and hide assets that we don't really know. We have thought that about um, Juan and Robin Dixon from the Real Housewives of Potomac for a long time. We were concerned when we heard about the civil suit that Juan was involved in. Would, uh, you know, Robin go on to marry him and would she be held liable if he was sued and, and, and they won a lawsuit against him? So, there's so many layers to this this Beverly Hills relationship between Mauricio and Kyle that that doesn't even factor in the fact that again he quit Hilton and Highland via an email. He emailed Rick. That's how he quit, guys. He also took agents with him. He, I mean, imagine your 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 brother-in-law that you brought on. You probably feel like you taught him everything that he knows, and he just up and walks out one day via email that he's never coming back and he takes agents he takes some of your reps with him and then becomes your um competition in beverly hills i mean guys do you guys see how like messed up that is it probably wouldn't be so messed up if he wasn't direct competition for hilton and highland especially in the location that they're in in beverly hills beverly hills is not a very big area okay it's it's not they all know each other's business ask ronald richards about it they all know each other's business and so to come in and 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 not uh, and, you know, to quit via email, to, to not give a two-week notice, to take agents with you are all little ways Mauricio is basically telling them to all F off. So then, fast forward, we have Nikki Hilton, who is allegedly Kyle's favorite niece. Weird, I know, whatever. She married a Rothschild. I'm going to let that sink in for any of my, uh, my uh, uh, people who 
the veil's been lifted on um, some of us, right? So we know a little bit about the Rothschilds. And we know that uh, they don't have a great reputation of being loving and caring and kind, generous people, okay? But, hey, we're not here to judge, just stating some facts. You can do your own digging on their family. I would suggest using a different search engine besides Google if you would like to get some accurate results. Um, but you could definitely Google them because they are they have an extensive family line um, and they can trace their their lineage back for for a very long time. And she married into that family and they are a very powerful family and they are a very rich family. And they were getting married, I think, like in London and some I mean they got married like somewhere crazy famous in in um United Kingdom. And when all of this transpired Somehow, Mauricio managed to make this move uh, prior to Nikki's wedding, and this caused a big, big, big problem, okay, because everybody hated Mauricio, and they hated Kyle a little bit, too, because no matter what she said, there's no making it better, there's no undoing it, there's, you know, now you have people angry you have business involved you got money involved you got all these different factors all these different people that's a really 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 messy situation and Nikki allegedly or Kathy or whomever said you know what Mauricio can't come to the wedding and neither can his kids (laughs) okay Farrah can come because she is a different dad and her dad didn't screw over uh, Kathy's husband, Nikki's father. And so she can come and she can be a bridesmaid. And we're going to let Portia come because she's a baby and she is scheduled to be our flower girl. And obviously she's so little that, you know, she doesn't really have a say in the matter. So we're going to give her a pass that that her last name is Jermanski, right? And Kyle, since you happen to be the mother of the flower girl and the mother of the bridesmaid, we're going to let you come to the wedding too. Uh, you're probably not going to have a great seat, but hey. Be glad you're here. Be glad you are here. If you guys remember, there was a scene with Lisa Vanderpump, and this was in Italy. They had joined Mauricio and Kyle on vacation in this, like, beautiful, like, Italian countryside home. It was gorgeous, right? And I don't know if producers had LVP bring it up or if LVP was just like, you know, I I need to ask these questions. But she did ask some very, there was a very uncomfortable scene. There were some uncomfortable questions asked at a dinner table in Italy with Kyle, Mauricio, the daughters, um, Ken and Lisa discussing Kathy's daughter's Nikki's wedding and who was going, who was not going. And I don't maybe think producers, maybe Kyle knew it had to be brought up. It was a scene they had to do. They had to get it out of the way. So a lot of times we've heard the housewives say that if there's something that they want to talk about and they have a scene coming up with someone, they may say, hey, can you bring up A, B, and C so that that'll give me a window to talk about or clear up these certain factors. And um, so it was either that situation or production had her asking these questions Um, They were uncomfortable questions because obviously it's very uncomfortable when all of the children are sitting at the table and the two girls in the middle, which I think would be Alexia and I can't remember the other one. There's what Farah, Alexia, Portia, and I cannot remember the other girl's name. (laughs) I cannot remember her name. I feel bad. I can't remember her name. Anyways, I'm sure it's very hurtful to the two middle girls because 
that is their dad and that is their mom and that's their cousin and their aunt. And that would definitely be a tough situation. It was definitely awkward to even watch. So I'm sure that it was very uncomfortable to film. But it just gives you guys a little bit of a background um, into the issues and how deep-rooted these issues are with Kyle and Kathy's families. The issues aren't necessarily between Kathy and Kyle. Kathy didn't do anything and Kyle didn't do anything. But their husbands have beef, right? And obviously, Kathy is going to feel a certain way because she's been with Rick all of these years. We don't know what they have done for Kyle and her children. We don't know what they may have done for Kyle when she was a single mom. We don't know what the situation is like. And we may feel like Kathy may be looking at Kyle like, Rick is your brother at this point. Like he has treated you like a brother. He's been so good to you. Um, where is your loyalty? Like, if your husband's gonna do us dirty, are you really gonna are you really gonna be Tammy Wynette and stand with your man, right? Because Kathy feels okay to stand with her man because she he um was stand up and he did what he was supposed to do and he brought his brother in law in and he showed him the ropes and he made him introductions and he helped him make a paycheck and his brother in law screwed him. So that's why when we see the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the year that Kathy is on, the second year that she comes back, um, we see such an awkward embrace between Kathy and Mauricio at their house in Colorado, okay? Um, I think that contributed to Kathy's meltdown, if you want to call it a meltdown. Um, I think that Mauricio, I think that triggered her, and I think there were a lot of contributing factors, but we'll never know because Bravo has not has chose to not show us any of the footage from that night. Um, that sort of brings us up to present day because we have Kyle and Kathy at the reunion. Kyle obviously crying and upset about her sister and, and saying that this is it. She knows that the reunion was it. They're never going to speak again. And she was cried a lot. Um... I don't know if that sort of put her in a bad place as well coming out of that reunion and maybe that's why she quit drinking. Maybe she was in a little bit of a dark place after the reunion and, you know, we all know alcohol can be a depressant and maybe that's why. I'm not really sure. I can't pinpoint precisely, but I can say that I think that it did put a lot of stress on Kyle because it's always sort of been Kyle's show. We've always known that. She's sort of been like a fifth producer um, behind the scenes, getting the storyline going, making things happen. We know that. We know that Kyle's been, you know, she's an OG. She was there the first season. And so I think that she had a little bit more pressure on her when it came to Kathy and maybe what Kathy was upset about and what Kyle couldn't go do or what she felt responsible to do or not to do. We don't really know the litigations and the legal things that happened behind the scenes. We do know that there were cease and desist that were served. And this is why I like to say, guys, rich housewives don't make good housewives, right? Kathy made a great housewife the first season when everything was hee hee ha ha hunky dory. But come the following season, when shit gets real, when shit gets deep, when 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 uh the audience is asking you to be raw with us and you can't be and you're able to have the sort of money to somehow override your Bravo uh, contract with cease and desist, it, it's crazy. Now, the only other person we've ever seen do this was Denise Richards, but Denise had a minor involved. That's how Denise was able to serve cease and desist on certain 
things because there was a minor involved in either the conversation or the situation. If you guys remember, one of the conversations took place at her home and there were minors at the table. And I don't know if that's what they used um, with the cease and desist, whatever it was it worked too. Those are the only couple of times we've seen something like that happen. And, and we didn't, they didn't even want us to know that Kathy sent cease and desist. That's how secretive those things happened. And so now Kyle has stood by her sister, by her husband. She has been Tammy Wynette and stood by her man all of these years. Um, he has made her a very rich woman. He has helped to provide her every need and want and desire. I think that Kyle has been able to spend money and not worry about it for years and years and years. And a lot of us couldn't even imagine living like that. But here's the thing. Has she paid the price? Because now fast forward, they've been married for about 20 years we don't know how happy they were. We don't know how long they've actually been separated. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. We don't know the sort of turmoil that Mauricio could have potentially stirred up in the family between Kathy and Kyle and everyone else. And now she has sort of picked her husband over her sister and brother-in-law and family. And how is she going to process if he is doing her dirty? right? Like, how is she going to process if he is doing her dirty and she is stood by him all this time and now she's given him her whole life, given him, you know, three children, giving him the best years of her life. And now he wants a divorce. He wants to date other people. He wants to sleep with pretty young things. If you guys don't know, he got recent. you know, we know that he got a second season on the Buying Beverly Hills. We know that he, you know, is feeling like a big shot. He's bringing in the big bucks. He, it's not, no longer Kyle. You know, he's not the supporting actor for Kyle. Now she's going and supporting him at his event. So I believe between all of the blind items that I read and talk about and all of the information, um, in my opinion, with my sources, I'm really going to stand by, I think that Mauricio really wants out of this marriage. And I think that he was saving face for a long time because Kyle was on TV. Kyle was the one bringing in the big, big, big dollars. We don't really know what was going on with the agency and what it was and was not bringing in. And now that he's on, had his second season of buying Beverly Hills, um, he wants to be a single man. And I think that they are thinking long and hard about what they're going to do because of the fact that look at Jill, Will and Jada Smith. She pretty much says that they didn't get divorced because they were trying to figure out like what that would mean for Jada and Will, the brand. How would they still be able to make money as a brand if they were divorced? So maybe that's what Mauricio and Kyle were scared of. And now that they're, you know, 20 years in, been doubled their salary every year, you know, um, allegedly with something to 80 to $100 million net worth, came on the show with like a million dollar net worth, um, quite an increase. And maybe he, you know, the money is there, the money is in the Netflix show and the Netflix contract, and he wants to part ways and do him. 
Um, that would probably be pretty devastating, I think, to somebody like Kyle. But we also got reports that Kyle used to sleep with other people. We had a blind item about a man who lived in New York City that said he would often sleep with Paris Hilton's aunt. Her name was Kyle, and she would call him up when she was in town. And he knew her as Paris Hilton's aunt. And that, to me rings bells because I feel like Kyle would go around introducing herself as Paris Hilton's aunt because Paris Hilton got big. Paris Hilton was really, really big when she came out with The Simple Life and Nicole Richie. It was one of the first reality shows um, of its time. Paris was big. The paparazzi were catching her outside her house. Um, she got, I think, did she get a DUI? And she had to go to jail. And there's like this video of Kathy taking... <laughs> taking Paris to jail and Paris is sort of like crying but I think that she only had to do like an hour and a half or like a day or something like that something crazy but it made a lot of press and in a I think that it was Paris Hilton who spoke on or maybe it was her grandfather in the book the Hilton House of Hilton that they didn't care that Paris was getting in trouble. They didn't care that she got a DUI. They didn't care that she got caught with a little bit of cocaine because um, she was making headlines for the first. She was there. Still, people didn't. The Hiltons were in the headlines again. They didn't mind the press. So I think that in a family like that, of course, Kyle's going to ride on the coattails of Paris Hilton. Of course she is. So that just really rung true to me when he said, you know, she would always go by as like, you know, Paris Hilton's aunt. That's what I like knew her as really. And she would call me up to have sex when I was in New York City. Um, so maybe it's possible they both had their own thing going on. But maybe Kyle really wanted to be with Mauricio and Mauricio really wanted to do more of his own thing. And so she did her own thing because he was doing his own thing, thinking that they would come back together in their in their more, you know, golden years. Like, um, that's when I think that you, like, enjoy your partner when you get a little bit older in life and you don't have all the worry and the hustle and bustle. Like, you have an opportunity to, like, enjoy your partner and... Obviously, she was happy with her partner, but maybe he wasn't happy with his. And we know that Kyle can sort of be codependent in a way. I think that we saw that a lot with Lisa Vanderpump when Kyle was very, very high strung and she had anxiety very bad and she needed a lot of coddling. And Lisa Vanderpump was very good at that. And I think that Kyle has somewhat either matured out of that, um, grown out of that, had counseling to get out of that, on medication for her anxiety to get rid of some of that. I mean, she could barely even fly. She could barely even ride in a plane. So... Kyle had some issues, guys. Let's just be truthful. Kyle had some issues, and maybe she still does. And so it wouldn't be hard to believe that there are some issues within their marriage. Now, fast forward to today. We did have a blind item that Mauricio was getting visits from a pretty young thing on his lunch breaks at the Dancing with the Stars studio. There was an interview that he did after him and his uh, partner had you know, done their dance. I talked about this. I encouraged you guys to go look it up and to find it. Um, but they ask about Kyle and he really goes on and on and on about whoever gave this information to People Magazine. And he called People Magazine and demanded to know who it was because they would be cut from the friends and the family list and all of this, all of this nonsense. And his partner looked so incredible. The Dancing with the Stars, his Dancing with the Stars partner looked so incredibly uncomfortable. I could feel it. And now we're getting 
another rumor, not even a rumor, getting photographic evidence, that Mauricio was been spotted holding hands with his Dancing with the Stars partner. Yes, more than one site, more than one account, more than one photo of Mauricio holding hands outside of work, outside of, outside at a gas station, okay, holding hands. So um, these pictures are in circulation. I'm going to make sure that I tweet them for you guys. I'm not going to put them on my Instagram in case uh, Kyle starts reporting any of it, you know, in case they go on a um, defense tour. Uh, I don't want to have it up on my Instagram and have them like reporting habitually. Twitter's a little bit different. We have a little bit more freedom on Twitter. So I'm going to put it on my Twitter, HW underscore historian. You guys should have no problem finding it if you don't already follow me. Um, I want to know your thoughts, guys. Please make sure that you guys comment and let me know what your thoughts are on this Mauricio and Kyle situation. It's such a deep rooted issue. It's very, very deep. Um, There's a lot of layers to it. I hope that I covered most of them and brought up some of the things that I think that we forgot as fans along the way. It's always good to go back and watch some of the older episodes to sort of refresh your memory before you start a new season. So we will be getting the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills every Wednesday night. I will be reviewing them on Lisa's NYC Gal Out podcast every Thursday for you guys. So make sure that you check that out. Um, But I wonder... Again, if these headlines are orchestrated or manufactured for press and headlines in anticipation of the new Real Housewives of Beverly Hills about to air, I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I don't see the hype. I didn't see the hype in the first seven seven minutes, and I don't know if I'm going to see the hype in the next 45, but I'm definitely going to give it a try, and I'm going to review it, and I'm going to give you guys my honest opinion about it, but I'm going to be careful because Kyle and Melissa Gorga are very, very good acquaintances, quaint friends, whatever you want to say, since 2010, 11, and 12. Um, they've been hanging out. So I know that there was a wonderful blogger that did a lot of um, New Jersey, or I'm sorry, Beverly Hills was sort of her expertise, just like New Jersey is my expertise. And she was uh, demonetized on YouTube as well. She actually went, ended up going onto the Patreon, but she was reporting heavily on Kyle and Mauricio Yermanski. So that makes a lot of sense if you ask me. Um, anyway, guys, make sure again, go check out my new Housewives 411 podcast on YouTube. I need you guys to go over, hit the like button and subscribe. Help me get monetized again so I can continue to give you guys free content. Um, if there's any questions, you guys can email me at housewifehistorian2022 at gmail.com and make sure that you guys leave me a review and let me know what your thoughts are. Um, I'm also going to be putting out every day this week um, a 15-minute recap for anyone that doesn't have the time to sit through a longer-winded uh, podcast. I understand. Listen, sometimes when I have a long drive, I put on an hour-long podcast and sometimes if I am just picking the baby up from daycare or something then I I need a quick recap for the day so I'm trying to give you guys what I know that I need sometimes and I sometimes I need a quick 15-minute recap of just like the big stuff that's going on just to keep me up to speed so Anyway, guys, I hope that you have a great Monday. I'm sorry this is coming out so late. Um, But, you know, happy Monday. Check out my YouTube channel and make sure you guys comment and let me know your thoughts. Bye.